The Riotous Assemblies Act is a piece of legislation that came in response to the Congress of the People gathering that took place at Cliptown in an open field in 1955. The act was signed on the 8th of March 1956 by the Governor-General of the then Union of South Africa. The main objective of the Riotous Assemblies Act is to consolidate the laws relating to riotous assemblies and to prohibit the engendering of feelings of hostility between the Europeans and non-Europeans. After South Africa became a republic under apartheid in 1961, the act was amended several times. South Africa achieved democracy in 1994 and 22 years later the act is still in existence. In terms of the current constitution, all laws that were in force when the new constitution became effective will continue to be in force unless the legislation is amended or repealed and unless the law is consistent with the constitution. This means any law that is inconsistent with the constitution is invalid and unlawful. Because white people are untouchable. White people, they are from heaven. No one dares touch white people. The prosecution of EFF leader Julius Malema has placed the legislation under the spotlight. He is being prosecuted for incitement under the act. He is being charged under Chapter 3 of the Act in terms of Sections 17 and 18 to B. Section 17 says a person shall be deemed to have committed the common law offense of incitement of public violence if in any place whatever he has acted or conducted himself in such a manner or has spoken or published such words. Section 18.2b says any person who incites, instigates, commands or procure any other person to commit an offence will be liable to committing an offence. This comes after Malema called on supporters to occupy any vacant land on two occasions. One of them was in 2014 in the Free State which ultimately led to Afri Forum laying charges against him. When he recently appeared before Parliament's Justice and Correctional Services Committee, NPA head Sean Abrams had to answer questions on why the NPA used an apartheid legislation to prosecute Malema. The Riotous Assemblies Act has not been found to be unconstitutional. That act is still applicable. And until it is set aside as being unconstitutional, that law remains. The Riotous Assemblies Act and other pieces of legislation also triggered a debate in the National Assembly's Program Committee almost 20 days ago. EFF Chief Whip Floyd Shibambu had called on Parliament to repeal all apartheid legislation. The President of the EFF was charged through the Riotous Assemblies Act, which is a patently racist legislation, which starts by saying that it's about protecting white people against black people. Article says it's protecting Europeans against non-Europeans and purely racist legislation which has been utilized now by the NPA to charge a, a member of parliament. So it looks like we still have remnants of apartheid legislations that are being utilized in other parts. Perhaps we must be given a list of those so that we can possibly start the work of repealing all those legislations. But House Chairperson and Member of the Programme Committee, Toko Didiza, had told Shibambu that Parliament's Bill's Office may have to work with different departments to get some of the apartheid legislation repealed. Because in some instances, 
some of the old legislation may not be upheld because there are certain sections that are still applicable, but this particular department concern will have to initiate a process um, for the amendment. So I'm um, without discuss, discounting his request, but I think the better way would be for the institution to work with the various departments in terms of those uh, legislation that may not meet the constitutional standing, if any. In an interview with SABC News, Shibambu says the EFF will challenge the Riotous Assemblies Act at all levels. He says the language which is used in the legislation of protecting Europeans against non-Europeans is not allowed in a constitutional democracy like South Africa. And I don't think that is the term of language which the constitution will find permissible in South Africa today. So... We're going to deal with it uh, through the legal process, but also here in Parliament, we're going to try to close out all the legislations that were passed under apartheid. Shibambu says EFF lawyers are in the process of challenging the constitutionality of the Riotous Assemblies Act in the High Court. He says if the High Court rules against the EFF, the party will take it up to the Constitutional Court. Professor Figeni, thanks for uh, your time this morning. Good morning and good morning to your listeners, Sakina. So, Professor, a lot has been said about uh, this particular act and uh, many people either coming out on the one or the other side. But tell us more about this act and uh, the fact that 22 years later, uh, 22 years into a democratic South Africa, uh, it is still in existence. So what do you make of all the discussions around it? Well, I do think that... uh you had many laws which had a particular historical context and mainly targeting blacks at a certain point in time, which could not all be repealed even at the time transition was coming, and they were simply uh, adopted as uh, laws that would be kept because they could not all be adopted. They could technically be applicable, But upon closer examination, you then realize that some of them may not entirely be compatible with our current constitution, including the nomenclature. For example, you have Europeans and non-Europeans, a term that you no longer find in our constitution at the moment. And this is the same thing as the Cruelty to Animals Act of 1962, which again, the context was very different, meant to control blacks, uh, you know, from certain activities. But does that affect uh, the applicability of the Act? It may be applicable, but upon review in the Constitutional Court, a uh, constitutional court may just force parliament to repeal the act so that it is compatible. So in this particular case, you may actually realize that EFF might be fighting a political battle, which might be legitimate in a sense, but in technical legal terms, they may not actually be on a very solid ground. So to that extent, they might just be aiming at saying we repealed so many laws and as such were charged under the previous laws, which is something that may give them a political capital.
And then, um, you know, you, you, you actually made mention of, uh, you know, some of these laws and as they exist and uh, the wording thereof. Shouldn't these have been looked into already? And, 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 and shouldn't all of uh, what is no longer applicable in terms of language have been removed already at this stage? That ought to have been done if there was due diligence. But remember, the colonial and apartheid governments, at the time they came, they came up with thousands of laws. And it would have been practically impossible, uh, especially when there was no reason to tackle some of these laws, to begin to tackle each and every one of them. But it is only when they are tested in terms of their compatibility with the Constitution that you may begin to see some of them either revised or some of them falling away. And then, of course, uh, there is uh, Parliament have instructed uh, Parliament's Bills Office to work with the different departments uh, to actually get some of the apartheid legislation repealed. Do you think that, uh, given what has happened now, there should be strict time frames to this process? There should be strict time frames to this process. And at the same time, it ought to be a multi-party effort because if it then appears that certain parties, because their leaders are in this situation, are the ones who instigate for the change of these laws, either you may have a delay in terms of partisan wrangling, or when they are repealed, then it gives a political capital to that political party to say, we single-handedly were responsible for ending apartheid legislation. Well, Professor, and um, we're going to leave it there for the time being because it's going to be interesting to see how this process actually unfolds and whether the EFF will be successful uh, in that uh, defense that they will mount. Uh, Professor Somadota Vikeni say uh, they might find that uh, the technicalities may not square up as they would see it right now. So we'll keep an eye on these developments. Uh, political analyst Professor Somadota Vikeni.